What's up, you guys? My name is Daniel Covertier, and you're listening to Allow Me to Explain. This is episode 13 in continuation to episode 12. So this is part two. My time in the music business with our special guest, Jacques-René Moore, JR, or also known in the group as J-Rockstar. I was known as D-Nice. Let's get into it. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for tuning in on part one. It was a lot of good feedback on part one, and I appreciate it. Again, full disclaimer, this is not to incriminate, to bash, to point fingers, to even try to diminish the great opportunity we had in the music business. It was one of the best experiences that I've experienced my whole life. Not many people have a chance to do that. It really took a dream that we all had individually and took us to the top. However, what goes up comes down, and we learned a lot about ourselves. We learned a lot about business, and we learned a lot about people we did business with. And it wouldn't be an honest conversation if we told you all the good things and not really gave you the honest truth of everything else. This is all general, general feedback, general information, on the group, but it gives full disclosure to a time that we had and a time that we shared together. What's up, what's up, what's up? My name is Daniel Covertier, and you're listening to Allow Me to Explain, episode 13. Our title was the, Our Days, and it was my day in the music business, but it's our days in the music business because we... You're the special guest on the episode, even the part two of the episode as well. Yeah, I'm glad to be on part two. Yes, I am. Yes, because we wasn't sure if he was going to make it to part <laughs> two now, okay? Because Jail was giving me a lot, yes, a lot I was. of difficulty. There's a, a lot of strenuous stress. <laughs> okay. How was your week, sir? My week was great, fantastic. So I'm having a sip of rise and grind. Rise and grind? Yeah, I did. I went to, I got me a latte. An oat milk latte, if you can see it here. It's delicious, and I put a little bit of a sweetener in it. I'm not showing mine. That's nice, though. The cup is nice. Thank you. Yeah. So, where do we leave off, basically? We were in the music business, and the way we got, just to paraphrase from the last episode, the way we got into the music business, we went from aspiring musicians, aspiring entertainers. Yep. Uh, you met Mike. You also met Pop, Pop. Um, and then and then, they, and then Gary got put into the he then Gary sort of combined all of you guys uh, and made a group with our former manager. Yep. And then I was then put into the group um, mm -hmm. because I came in to be a choreographer. Yeah. Boom. We recorded a full album. We uh, song was on the radio. Yeah, it was on. Uh, what was it? Was it High ninety seven? It was everywhere. It was in it was all. One, one of some point five. It was from LA to New York yeah, to Arizona. We had it everywhere. Yeah, we had it. It was crazy when we heard it in New York. We was uh, we was actually in a van, in our um, what do you call it, street team van? 
Yeah, we did have a street team. Street See, team that's something. We had a promotional. So back then, because okay, keep in mind this was 20 years ago, we had a street team. So everyone like it was a part of a street team on a record label. You had like a, their whole department, a street team department. So we had a street team, and I was thinking about that this morning, that when we did our first show, we already had a street team. We had people that was doing... Passing um, out palm cards. Passing out palm up, cards. Putting up posters on 125th. Um... It was a lot, just passing out a lot of different things and going to these show venues that we had. We had, what is it, like signings for like girls who wanted to like meet us and they're like, oh my God, that's a poster, it's five guys, oh my God. And yeah, that's that's literally what it was. By the way, we are recording this episode. We didn't record the first episode, but we're recording this episode because we're gonna try to get more vlogs for Allow Me To Explain Up. And since JR is a special guest, he happens to be the first, if this works out, he'll be the first video vlog on it too. Look at that. First in first. You know what? Thank you very much. All right, because who wants second place when you could just be in first, right? You ain't right. Shoot, let me take another rise and grind. I'm eating, for those that can't see me, I'm eating pho. Pho is a Vietnamese soup and it's from the... Oh boy, he's he's about to give you a speech about pho. It's wait, it's so I I'm obsessed with this place. I'm not going to tell you the name because I don't want anyone going to the That's place. That's right because it's a but, small little spot. So if, if people know about it, it defeats the purpose of pho. I've been there. That's it's why called I know. pho, by the way. Okay, it's pronounced. It's spelled pho. It is pronounced pho. I am a pho snob. Okay, I love pho. It's the, it's so it's a bone broth. If you've never had pho, it's bone broth, and it's usually beef or chicken. I'm vegan, they so I do. They say it's the best hangover soup Oh, ever. that's true, too. That's true. Best hangover, sick remedy, depending on what you get. He likes spices. I don't like spices. Yes, the spicier, the better. The spicier, the better, supposedly. Yeah. The spicier, the worse for me. Well, it is a spicy, you know, my nose is dripping. All right, so let's, let's jump back into it. So... We did an album, we had a song on the radio, and then we went on tour. We were on a 50-state tour, our school tour. We met many, many celebrities. It was called SAD. SAD. It's, 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 Students Against... against uh, <laughs> this, this destructive or something like that. It was. It's dealing with mental health, which Students is interesting. Destructive... I don't know. I, Disorders? I, no, because... Oh... Maybe. I don't know if it was an E at the end or was it two Ds? Well, it, what's, what makes this interesting is that when this podcast was set up specifically so, so to wrong. deal with <laughs> mental health, to mental awareness, you know, and I think that, I was thinking about that too, Jay. It's like, I think a lot of people, first of all, I feel like a lot of people are just fake, right? I think it was, I think it was Students Against Destructive Decisions. Destructive, Whatever. destructive. It was, it was really, really important Whatever. though. Um, and I think when I say fake, I mean, I think a lot of people don't deal with a lot of their mental illnesses or their trauma that they go through in life and sort of that they project that onto other people when they don't yeah. deal with their own stuff. I mean, I am an example of that, you know, I'm a, I'm better. I've always been good at it where I don't project my own traumas onto people because I've always known how to deal with it on my own. But sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. And that's just life. Right. So the, uh, allow me to explain was set up to deal with things like that, where people can have an open conversation and talk about matters like that, matters that be. And that's why this is episode 13, thankfully. And a lot of people is getting more and more traction because a lot of people are seeing that an average Joe like myself, because like, I, I think I create this persona. And me. And me. And you. Thank you. 
I could just almost lost himself if you saw that. Well, we're talking about me. Hello. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I create this persona. I don't create, but I have this persona that I'm perfect. You know what I mean? It's because I, I think about, well, you know, it's true. <laughs> I you didn't know? say nothing. <laughs> No, 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 but as, and I don't think that I'm perfect. I just feel like I'm gonna do everything the best way that I can. I can, I can vouch for that. Right. Yeah. So I don't want to make the same mistake. I make mistakes. Trust me. We all do. We all do. But I don't like yeah. to make the same mistakes twice. So therefore, yeah. some people come in and they think, "Oh, he's he's so perfect. He's so perfect." So we set up this. Allow me to explain so you could see me and all my insecurities, if there are any left. Okay. Let's mm. let's fast forward to now. We went through the whole uh, journey in Jayadori. It was right. great. We came off tour. So now when I said to you what goes up comes down. Oh, yeah. This is where. This is where I guess we're going. This is where it becomes negative people. a little bit. And, yeah. and, and just keep in mind, everything that we're going to say moving forward is alleged, but it's not with any bad intent. We're not trying to pinpoint, hurt no. anybody, or just... Or we're, or we're taking accountability for our actions and how we were affected in the situation. We are just two guys for, of five. For our moments. Our moments. our time. My time. His time. Correct. Our time. Separately. By the way, I, I wanted to eat this soup on camera, but oh, I, I tried. can't I, I eat ate while one. I'm talking for some I reason. I ate one a little bit. I ate a... How is that? So it's soy. Good. So we have, um, with the pho... We have soy and tofu as a side dish, which is good. It's really, really I good. I had a piece of tofu, and I like it. Um, just waiting to take the spoon. Just to, just to show everybody how a full sauce is supposed to taste. What just, do you mean? Just take, just take a sip. What do you mean? Because he's been dying to do this. He yeah, has I've, a tray I've been, set up. I've been sipping, but like, all crazy. I really, I really want to eat it, and I don't want to eat it with people in my goddamn on the camera, you know? Well, but this is, so we have, um, so you have some jalapenos, you have bean sprouts here, you have noodles, but I don't like a lot of noodles in it because, you know, I'm watching my calories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. So who wants it? Should I start on how? Can't even eat none. I'm not gonna eat. So should I start on how we went up, comes down? Yeah. I guess um, coming down of that. So there was a point where I feel, um, you know, we were going, we were doing so well. We started interacting with a lot of people. We started traveling, and you know. As you know, like little by little, um, things tend to fade. The hype is not so hypish. You have to find a new way or new reason to like get back. And the thing was that we started going to the studio less. We started to separate ourselves a little bit more because we knew each other at such a young age that when we were growing up, when we when we were growing up in front of each other's eyes, everybody has a difference of opinions and everybody has their different feelings and their ways of going about things. I think that's the perfect way to say it. Yeah, to, to piggyback off of him, we were like, and allegedly... I kept but, doing this, like I was swimming and stuff. What do you mean, like visually like, explaining yourself? Yeah, I, I felt like I was going in. Which well, that's good because again, we want to just be as raw as possible. We don't want to edit this. We just want to be as honest as possible. I compare it to like a modern day TLC where we were put together 
to be musicians and then we were in the wrong the ha- the wrong hands we were in, with management that didn't have the same intentions as we did Multiple. and that's the unfortunate part let's be very clear even to this day i can't tell you how many managers we had in the situation we started was, off was, with one and we ended with maybe 15 what, other what, people that were telling you what to, to do how to do when to do it go left go right everybody had a say on what goes on but nobody took accountability for their position who they were to us we had one manager that brought the group together and that was the guy that we went to but he was getting direction from other people and then sort of dictating that amongst us yeah i will what we used to say was everybody loves to be a good umbrella because it's sheltering everything so we had a lot of people who wanted to like be that person do this do that speak about this speak about that and there was really no direction if we were supposed to follow one person who was supposed to teach us and show us and be that person then that person had another person and that person had another following person behind them and so forth it was about like a good no lie six seven hats I think I would say a good official amount of hats was three, four, maybe. Yeah, we had uh, we had four people basically that were the eventually because let's say we were the group we were together as a group for maybe seven eight years. Am I correct? We um, were really consistent in the business for a good three. Like album was out, uh, yeah. Out, things were in stores. By the way, I was on Amazon too, and I can't show you my phone. I was on Amazon this morning, and they're still selling our CD on Amazon. Yeah, but it's for twenty seven nineteen plus five ninety nine. I saw it shipping. That it was it was unavailable, but now that you're saying that there was one on... left. Yeah, it's always that one left. So here, this is so that's an example of what I'm talking about. We don't we never seen sales. We've never seen any money come in from the group out of the eight years. I can tell you, and I can tell you from what I have received out of the eight years being there, I've received less than $5,000 being in a group. This is my own personal amount of money that I've received. You understand? And I was in a group for eight years. That's a little bit of money. That's a little bit of money. We got an advancement. So let me tell you how it started. We signed, uh, we signed our contracts in my apartment. So I was going to school, oh, as yeah, we said in the last in the episode. I was going to school, then I got a car, then I got an apartment. This is all throughout the time we were, I was in Jayadore, right? And then I, we, the matters that be, we're going to just say the matters that be because we can't tell you one manager or 15 managers, they came in and they wanted to sign contracts with us. So they signed the contracts with us, and we did. Um, I asked them, it was like, okay, well, are there going to be any lawyers present? I was told that the, there are lawyers were outside in the hallway. I lived in a studio apartment in the Bronx, so it was small. All five guys, plus our personal manager, was in there. And then the matters that be walked in about the, the three or four that uh, Jay was talking about. They came in and they had the contracts. By the way, the contracts needed to be signed right then and there because we had a video and a tour happening all within the same days. So a video yeah. was going to be shot the next day, and we were going to go on a tour 
a 50 state tour following that for about two or three months. So it and was like, if you don't sign, you're going to either slow, go. you don't go, or you're going to slow the process. Yeah. So we were put in a situation where it was like, okay, I need to sign. So I did question it, but I'm like, wow, this, the opportunity is bigger than me just signing these papers. I didn't think anything was going to be bad, right? Let's move forward from, let's move on from that part. So we went on, so we went on tour, we shot our video, we, um, we, we did a photo shoot, we actually had a stylist, we had yeah. everything. All the works. We were shutting down shows. We were doing all of that stuff, like you heard in a previous episode. And then, once the tour was over, we still see no money. Correct? Fine. We don't see any money, but we do have the, quote, the fame. We were getting the recognition that we needed on the radio. Like, we would be on the tour bus, and you would hear our songs on the radio. It was yeah. everything. People right. would be calling us. People from college I was in college with, calling, yo, bro, I just seen your video on 106 and Park. People were very excited. You know what I mean? While we're, and we were excited too. Yeah, that was a pretty good day. But I was also day. curious, George. I was also someone, I'd be like, okay, this is great. You know, but I got to keep in the back of my mind that I still have bills to pay, bro. I'm still, uh, that, you know, I'm in college. Realistically, yeah. I had to quit, <laughs> I had to quit, quit school. You know, yeah, I quit I school because, one. and that was a choice. That's nobody's issue but mine. It was a choice between school or the group, but I was like, I can't seem to do both. And back then, it was no online courses that you can do. That, that, doesn't, that didn't exist. So I had to quit school to do it. It was a very, very serious situation. Yeah. I think at that time when you quit school, I had to make a decision where I had to sit down and talk to my moms and let her know, like, listen, there's an opportunity that's happening. It's something that's I've been wanting to do for a while, and you know that I sing, and you know it's because I was, you know, I was raised by a single parent, by my moms, and she just wanted the best for me. She didn't know how to teach me how to be a man on my own, so this was a good experience. And she was like, "All right, so you have what was it?" She said, "You got about like a year and change," and she was like, "Yo, you can do this, and I got you full support, and then anything after that." Your ass is on your own. <laughs> I mean, as easy as it sounds. We, we came off a tour, and then what did we start doing? We started going back to record labels. So we were going oh, to record labels in the beginning where we were singing and dancing, singing and dancing around. in front of the buildings, like you standing back up in on the day. chairs. Like, no, this is before we got into the label. So we were standing oh, yeah. outside, and we were singing and dancing to get, record, to get into the building. So we did that for, for months. We finally got into the building because we were starting to pick up traction. Our catalog, our business, our music business catalog was extensive. Again, we had we were had sh we were, had our own tour. We had our own album and all our major outlets like Fye's, Best Buys, you know, all those places. We had our songs on our our single on the radio. We were performing with major artists and rubbing elbows with major artists in big venues, like big venues that you only could get a VIP pass to get into. We were doing a lot of this stuff. But then when we came off this elaborate tour, mm. we were like, okay, mm. what's next? So we were back at the labels, singing. Down. At this point, we were actually getting into labels. We were actually getting in and sitting in the office. We weren't just getting into labels and waiting. We were going directly to the offices, to the Matters That Be's office, a.k.a. Karen yeah. Kwok, which was a big deal. I don't know if she's a big deal now, but she was a big deal then. When we was at L.A. Reed, too. L.A. Reed. Right people were sitting there and people were interested in us. Like I, sure. We would literally, like Jerry was saying, we would jump on tables. We would uh, be singing and dancing, performing in the office, vibing, having yeah. a good time. Oh, this is crazy. And then, and then we leave. So then we go downstairs and we go to the car, right? While the managers stay in the office, we come back and then we're told, you guys 
didn't sing on beat. You got you guys didn't dance on beat. You guys no, sung off those. key. You guys aren't together. You guys outspoke. You guys did all of this stuff. And you're like, wait a minute, they loved us. They're trying to sign a deal right then and there. So why now we just getting pushback from the manager? You guys need to pledge more. Because by the way, we were pledging. Oh my god. Pledging, pledging to them. I always hated pledging. I always pledging hated pledging. Sucked. I don't like pledging. I didn't join a fraternity in college for that. And I don't like pledging because no disrespect to the sororities and, and the fraternities, the, the fraternities and don't disrespect to that but for me I didn't, I didn't like that aspect but i did it because it was a different kind of pledging though it wasn't pledging like you know natural you know brotherly love all amada you know what i'm saying like college fraternity pledging this was straight harlem hood you have we have to abide by these rules and we hood. have format well no, no, no. I'm just saying. I was saying that's what we pledged a lot at Harlem and the Bronx. So it was like that was our that was our Bible, our calling card. But it was that it was that was the only way to keep us contained. Okay, so that, I'm about to say let's call that's, it spade a spade. Yeah. The reason we were pledging wasn't because of the the the, the dynamic no. that comes with pledging, like brotherhood, no, one accord. We, we weren't pledging wasn't. for that. We were pledging because it was a made up way to manipulate us to be quiet. To, to not so when we all are in in the office or we're all doing stuff and every one person that doesn't speaks for the whole group so that one if, uh, so if they tell that one person not to speak everyone should be quiet so when we're walking so we come into a venue and we sit still and we don't say anything like puppets. it was a manipulation they even went as far as right and again we're gonna get to the good part but I have to get oh, you on the bad part because juicy. I'm just I'm very I'm very passionate in it because we even started going to church. We even started oh, going to church. Listen. They took us to, a, it was a Christian church? We went to a Christian church, which I actually, we actually enjoy. But it's like, why, why are we going to church? Where is the, mo where's the momentum? Where, what's happening now? Like, this has been now over a year, over two, like, what's going on? Like, I don't want to be hanging out with you, going to church, sitting down, sitting in a church, and now listening to the word. And I'm like, the only thing I could, I really, at the time, resonated with me was the word. And I'm like, this is great. But I'm sitting around people, manage, matters that be, that I don't like, that I need, I'm still curious to know information about. And I wasn't getting any kind of information. I, we weren't getting any, any kind of thing. Whatsoever. And to be very honest with you, the guys, the group, were still kind of like, as we say, flashy. Smooth. The 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 fame the fame was very much so in their eyes a little bit, and they weren't seeing some of the things that. I mean, we all had it. I'm not gonna lie, we all had it. I had a little bit, you know, because of for my own success in my own mind, in my own views, my own way. You know, I felt like I was, I was a dude. I still feel like that now. No, I but, mean, I mean, in know. a sense where we you didn't see the manipulation. Oh no, as that far as the manipulation, I mean, I was getting everybody's a star. Myself. You're a star. I think you're a star. I Thank still you. think you're a star. I believe, if I you believe are, so. If, Thank if, you. if Jr. J, I've always thought Jr. was a star from the beginning. I've always thought Jr. was a singer, a dancer, and he has a look. I'm you know, and I think I'm that different. maybe at some point in life, before <laughs> he leaves this earth, you know, God forbid, you know what I mean. No, I know. Like I know. you pursue it in some kind of way because that is his attribute that is something that he's amazing at jr helped something. me jr helped me understand singing you know i came in as a dancer with a singing background i wasn't a singer i had to learn how to sing through the group yep and jr helped me do that and I took, know, the, I took my time i took my time just letting it be known he took his time
Nah, you know, I'm drinking this coffee and I'm still tired. Why am I always so tired? I don't know. I need another rising grind. This <laughs> rising grind. Is I think I'm talking empty. too much. I'm driving myself crazy with this. No, you just hungry. Because by the way, we did this episode. This is the second time I was doing this episode. The first time we did this second. episode to keep it all the way a buck. Uh, we were we too much we of a buck. <laughs> it, it was being too honest. You know what I mean? We were, and we, I, we had to reel it back because again, again, this is not to point fingers and this is not bad intentions. However, I'm not going to tell you all the good things without telling you all the bad things. And these are some of the bad things. And this is from our perspective. Okay. And this is what I, this is what I welcome to after this podcast is said and done. Anybody that was a part of this situation, whether it's a group member or whether it was somebody that was matters that be, you're welcome to come onto the podcast and you and I can have a conversation if I'm wrong in anything that I'm saying. What? You're welcome. I will book Just a trip. I will book a trip because some of you don't even so live you, in New York. I will book a trip to go out there so we can talk about it because I stand firmly on keeping it all the way 100. If they, feel, if they feel that kind of way, they might want to book their own trip. Anyway. I'm just playing. So... We'll so figure it out. This is what happened. This is how things really hit the fan. I got tired. I got tired of it. You know what I mean? I got tired of going to um, the mall, singing for singing at McDonald's for Big Mac, one dollar menu. We used to sing for we used to sing for Big Macs, the McChicken, the McRib. That was yo. I felt like that was the most embarrassing thing, and we used to sing to get into movie theaters. Sing to get sing into to movie theaters. Sing to get food. Theater. Sing to get into a spot. It was like the only thing that they they used us for to access us to get to places was to use our voices and to have the girls, and they would literally go and get girls and be like, "Hey, listen, I have this group. They're about to sing right now," and girls would come and clutter. So the more girls came and clutter, the more sales it was. And the more the more we were we had opportunities to just slide on in there. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Too. That was that was crazy. They would they would do It's crazy. I'm not gonna even hold you. Like some of it still like irritates the hell out of me. Some of it still does irritate me because it's like I just felt like we were not we were supposed to make it. We were there. We were the dog is barking in the background, like he's trying to mess up the sound. Hmm. Uh we were supposed to make it. We were there. And unfortunately, we didn't. And then I still would love an explanation. I still would love an explanation because management, right? And matters to be, we're getting cars, we're getting houses. Yeah. Again, I told you, I only made five thousand dollars over the eight years I was in this group. They were getting, getting cars, cars getting and houses, houses, mansions, multiple people, multiple people, not people that were just like the one, two, or three, or four. It was other people. I was like, what? What's going on? I was like, I'm still trying to pay uh, three months back rent on my little studio Bronx apartment. I could barely pay my car. I was about to get towed, which it did. Huh? Okay, I that, that that shit was so. Hard. It was a mess. So that was not good. I started saying things, and I told Jr. and. You know, JR's a very relaxed person. is like a very just like copacetic. What, what was that, the 70s? Where the people are just like... Hmm, groovy, man. Groovy. He's like a groovy kind of person. I'm a groovy realist He's, who yes. knows stuff. He knows I stuff. I just don't have to do all this. JR doesn't like drama. That. I don't like drama either. But JR's very just like very copacetic. And I'm not. Until you break, <laughs> until you break me, and then you'll know exactly how, how I roll and how I do so, but then I started saying things to our personal manager. And when I was saying things to our personal manager, I still wasn't getting information that I needed because I needed explanation. I needed to know if I was wasting my time or not. Right? Yeah, that, that and, quickly built up. 
And so then I was getting frustrated because I was we were spending more time around each other, just hanging out, like as like and not doing buddies, but not doing anything pertaining to music, right? So then yeah. I said, okay. So people started coming into come. I was being I was be out, and people started coming to me and saying, oh, what's up? I heard you were in a group. I heard that they didn't sign your you did, they didn't sign that contract because of your management. I heard that they're gonna they're eight balling you in the industry. So people started oh, that telling was a me big stuff, thing. and that I was like, ball. wait a minute. And they were talking about allegedly millions of dollars on the table allegedly they like were speaking you, numbers like that and i was like wait a minute yeah like how? how you allegedly get a contract deal for xyz amount of dollars within the m value and or half of that and then all of a sudden you're blackballed allegedly because Don't understand because allegedly. we we've deplenished all of We've went to every single label, and I kid you not, every single person, unless unless you're telling me that every single executive that we met with, because the executive didn't have to meet with us. No, every executive not. that we met with were lying to us and really didn't want to sign us. When they said out their mouth, they were they're trying to, they want to contract the deal with us. They want to sign us. If you're telling they were me trying to every, go over people. They were yeah. trying to go over our people to get They were walking to us, us to their colleagues. They were walking us out of their office. Look at these guys. These guys are the next big thing. Like, B2K was them. just coming out of the situation. Omarion was just coming into... His solo act, we were, it was the right it was time the, for it was groups right like there. us. It was the pyramid, baby. The pyramid. So, so, <laughs> so then I this went. so passionate. So, but then, but so then I went to um, one of the members of the group, right? And I told him, and he has like a big voice, like he's, he's a very boisterous person. So I knew that if, I knew that if I, I had been already like had bad fuel with the managers from the beginning. We just didn't like each other, right? Let's just keep it a buck, yeah. right? And so we didn't say much to each other. It was fine, but I came there, I did a job, and I was there because I had love for the music, but for the brothers that I created. Like these were my friends, but they became my brothers, which I've never had. You know what I mean? So I was really embracing that aspect of it. But then I was like, I love you guys, but this ain't, I still, you know, this ain't real. I, I still have a lot of things that I have to do outside of this. Like, I have no <clears> money. You know what I mean? I have no way to survive. So I told Gary, right, who was one of the members of the group, and when I started telling him information, he was uh, he started was like he was like opening his eyes, like, oh, ooh, wow, you're right, you're right. And I was like, and I'm not saying it because I'm speculating. I'm saying because people are telling me these things. You know what I mean? I speculated in the beginning, but I didn't have uh, definitive, you know, evidence. People were saying this to me, and then. That's when I was like, but don't say much because uh, everybody in the group has to be on the same page because again, they were like ready to replace me. They even brought a choreographer in, right? Little side note. They brought a choreographer in Who to kind of replace that? me. The, the sh I don't remember his name, but the short guy that came in and he was going to do so because I, I said I wasn't doing any more choreography. I was like, that's good. I was like, I'm not going to do any more. And they brought him know, in, right, because he didn't last. No offense <clears throat> to you, but he didn't, he didn't <laughs> last. So I was like, oh, bring him in. Bring him in. No shade of my, because I didn't even get, I was supposed to get uh, money for doing choreography. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah, was supposed you, to. You, you're supposed to get paid for that. Yeah, and I didn't get, I didn't get money for it. There's neither here His nor there. payment was being in the group. So, and anyway, so I, we, I went to the personal manager and I had a converse, a real conversation with him and I wasn't happy. And then I guess he went to his 
uh, one of the people that he was basically dictating everything that we did, right? I don't even want to say his name, right? So he went to him and he and I didn't like each other from jump. He was the one that was taking us to McDonald's, taking us to the movies, taking us to uh, the church, oh, everything. Man. We didn't like each other, right? And so then he, we were in his house one day and he had, they was, because oh. now they said we're not, we're not on the same page. Talking so now we have to pledge. We have to pledge. And so I said, I'm not pledging. I was like, that's it. I'm not pledging. I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I'm not, not quitting the group, but I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and just keep being a sort of like a puppet to, to a puppet master. I'm not going to do that. That's how I feel. That's just how I feel. I need some explanation. And then he got upset with me and he's like, who do you think you are? I was like, I, who do you think you are? And then we got into it oh, with each other. Remember? I remember that. Remember that? That was, that was crazy because I was like, I didn't even want to be there in the beginning. I was like, God, it was... Five guys in a Mercedes Benz. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to say this. It was a Honda Accord in 2006. How you go from that to a Mercedes? Well, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the person manager. I'm talking about where we were in. And yeah, but it was five oh. guys in a freaking in a squeezed car. One in the front, three, two on the side, one in the middle, and there's there's height between all of us, and then one laying sideways. So who you think would be sideways? Me. So I wasn't even all for it until this situation happened and yeah so we we got into it let's just say we got into it we, we was you know we were throwing we were throwing a fist and i was just like and at that point i was like I'm, I'm out this group i was like but that's okay i'm out this group i'm gone now you understand everything that i already know you guys and so i went so i came at the personal manager and i was like well this is i mean you're not telling me this you're not telling me this you're not telling me this i said saying these are stuff that i already know no, 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 no. You don't know what you're talking about. So now we're really off on a bad foot. But I, but we were so invested into the group. It was like, it at is. this point, if I walked away, it'll really change the dynamic of the group, right? Because there was nothing happening. We were staying in Boston now, and we were uh, living from a hotel time. to now to putting us all into like a little apartment. And we were recording multiple albums, right? Because what we didn't know, we signed a seven album deal with this magic, we didn't know anything about. I had to seek a lawyer for that. You know what I mean? It was like so much stuff that we, it was unraveling itself. And I, the frustration just kept going. The guys started getting frustrated, but we tried to stay on the same page. And a lot of the members of the group didn't believe half the stuff because everybody, it was an opportunity for everybody. Everybody was like, oh my God, you know, like we are on these big stages. We're with these big artists. We're with these big, so people were, didn't want to lose that part. And I was like, I don't want, to lose that either, but this is almost seven years, eight years yeah. of my life invested into something that has like I need to know when I need to step out. I just feel like at at some point they they just didn't want to really lose. No, it's because it was no more that, money. To, it's no, it was no more money to they, be made. They okay? didn't want to lose opportunities, so they wanted to be binded, so that just in case, let's just say. There was money. no more money to be made, right? So there that's why wasn't. now we got, I didn't see any of the, we were living in Boston. Now we were with our indie label. They were redoing an album. We had a new team of people that was now constructing a new way for us. It was a mess. I'm like, why am I living in Boston when I have so much stuff going on in this city? We're recording an album with new producers. We were working with big producers before, like Young Lord, like big producers, worked with Bad Boy. We were working with big stuff. Now we're working with local producers. No offense, but it's like, the direction was completely different. They were trying to change our whole identity. Mm. But we didn't even know, see our management anymore. Our matters that be off 15, we didn't even see them anymore. So yeah. it was like, wait a minute, there's no more money to be made, huh? Nope. So then we started doing shows and they, uh, 
we had a McDonald's gospel fest that I saw and I booked for us where I think Neil was oh, on that for show. Oh, for Spicy Chicken. That's when it first came out. That's when the Spicy Chicken first came out for McDonald's. And then we did a venue. It was a two-decker, um, it was a two-decker building. I think you talking about the spicy chicken. I'm like, that's are you what, describing no, the spicy about, chicken right now? Spicy chicken. I'm talking about the <laughs> right. event for McDonald's inside the arena. You know, my memory sucks. I don't remember the details. He don't remember stuff like that. I do. I don't. I don't. So, so. Neo was actually the host of the event. Oh, he was? I believe so. Clearly, we both don't remember that much. But, but I know I, that I know that <laughs> it was um there was a couple of reporters and stuff like that, and there was um some spectators that were like interviewing us and stuff like that. We did um they we found video of us like singing and talking about I love my McChickens, I love my McChickens. You could go back and if you find that honestly in a video, I'm I'm right because I love McChickens. Let's 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 follow through with this. Yeah. So. Because this is towards the end. It's a lot of things that went down, this whole situation, but we're not going to get into the details of everything. So then uh, they brought in a new publicist now. And so the new publicist then started telling me that well, we started having conversation and finding out more stuff like, excuse me, like deals like Skechers. Um, um, what's the other one? South Pole. That we, we didn't, we didn't, uh, that was on the table, but that we didn't sign. People weren't being paid, allegedly. Yeah. A lot of things were happening. And, and money was going missing. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know neither here nor there because we don't know. We don't, don't know, know what was going on. We just know that we weren't making any, any money and the traction wasn't the same anymore. We went to the top and that we just fell to the bottom and we were left yeah. down there. And so, also at that time, just know we were young. And we started, so we were 17, we started 18. when we were young. This is before graduating college. So this all happened. So imagine. Graduating high school. Oh, I'm sorry. Graduating. I said college. Huh. I'm thinking too ahead of myself. But we stayed so long together that you, we could have finished college and yeah, so on. And went to grad school. That's how long we were. That's what we had to put it into perspective. And that's why it's important to put this into perspective. It's like we didn't just start out and be like, okay, we sacrificed everyone individually, sacrificed a lot to be in yeah. this group. I'm talking about what I sacrificed, but Charles talking about what he sacrificed, but the other guys sacrificed a lot too. So, so yeah. we were in it for different reasons, but we were in it for so long. And after the next four or five years, we didn't see much happening after that. And, and we, there was no explanation. And we felt like we were just left there that's how Left the drift there. started and that's when i that's when i finally me and a man a personal manager then also got into it and then after that last show and i was like that's it it was big because we even went for like they were we went for hiding they were calling people to come get us and it, it was a mess it was a mess well we had to i had to hide between new york and boston that was the worst we eventually said i eventually i'm speaking for myself i eventually said Deuce. i said listen I know when to step out of a situation and when to step in one, and I've held this for too long of my life. It's mm. time for me to go. We tried to we tried to make this happen several times over, but let's be honest, all five guys couldn't be on the same page for many years. It would be three of us on the same page, it would be four of us on the same page, it would be a, a talk of having a fifth person. We all weren't unanimous anymore. We all couldn't be on the same page, and it really, 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 really affected us as potential to keep this this situation going so i know uh, <laughs> i know that it was it was a good let now now let me now let's be honest 
with me, everything was, it was a really good situation. Like, I don't regret any of this. I don't regret being a part of this group. I don't regret this opportunity. We got an opportunity that n many people don't, like 1% of people don't get, you know? Um, what I learned from it. Especially five African-American mixed multicultural teens mm -hmm. at that to get an opportunity to do something that's special and spectacular and, you know, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Um, you never would think that growing up you would do something like that where you get to meet so many people, so many famous people, and have a video and have your music out in stores and hear stuff on the radio. It's unheard of. I mean, for young kids, young teenagers at that. So for me, I don't I don't regret it. It's a, it's a lesson, a valuable lesson learned. It's, a, it's something that I will forever hold with me, and I'm pretty sure... Everybody feels the same way. I mean, don't speak for me. From, I speak for I'm myself. For myself. Thank you. But I'm pretty sure everyone in, within their own mind and their own time, they would feel that way. They, they have that little that little moment. Yeah, we've so moved on. So it's that little moment that you know we always keep. We've I moved keep. on. I learned. I learned a lot about business. Now that I'm in business, I've learned a lot about business. I learned a lot about trusting people in business, and I learned about the game. I learned about the music business. Yeah. That it was it's it's money. Money is the, is, is the determining factor. And you, like one, for example, you don't sign contracts in your apartment with no lawyer involved, at least two, to review it, period. Mm. Like, it was a lot of manipulation. For me, it was a lot of manipulation and I didn't like it, you know what I mean? And I, although I seen through all of it, you know, a part of you wishes you seen through it earlier, you know? But I couldn't see through it earlier because I was mm. enjoying the process along the way and I don't regret it. So. How do we end this episode in a positive way? <laughs> in a positive way. In a positive way. Because um, it is a positive thing, but it's like, this is something we haven't talked about. I mean, I openly. Would, I would say, for my, for myself, for my experience, to end it in a positive way, I say, um, I myself have learned that doing something that you like and love can come with the good, bad, ups and downs. You don't know when it's gonna happen, how it's gonna happen, or whom it's gonna happen to. So, just enjoy it. Enjoy it in the ways that you love it. Sorry, I think I was my throat. But enjoy it in the ways that you love it and embrace it the ways that you can learn to grow after it. Because if you stay and dwell at that same point, at that one particular time of your life, you're always going to hold yourself back. So that's what I would say to end this conversation. Very well said. Thank you, JR, for being a part of this episode, episode mm -hmm. 12 and 13. My name is Daniel Covertier, and we, you are listening to Allow Me to Explain, and we'll catch you next week on a different subject. Peace, Peace out. Yo, let's eat, man, because I'm fucking starving, bro.